Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, y'all? If you haven't heard about it yet, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and I'm going to tell y'all why. First of all, it's free. Secondly, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute it for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else people listen to podcasts at. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make your podcast in one place. So all you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. All of this is free. It's fun, easy. I'm doing it. So um, like I said, just download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Keep it real. What's up, y'all? I am Paris Digital. This is Too Real For Radio. And those of y'all who are new, welcome. Those of y'all who are returning listeners, welcome back. Y'all already know what time it is. All right. Um, let's see. We always start off with commentary on media. And there hasn't really been anything too exciting um, the Met Gala happened a while back. I was going to record back then, but I didn't. Um, you know, the usual people doing weird shit. Kim and Kanye on their weird shit. Everybody on their weird shit. Nas Lex on his weird shit. Uh, Beyonce slang. Chloe and Bailey slang like Beyonce. Uh, what else was there? Who else was there? Megan Thee Stallion, she actually wore clothes. Cardi B, she killed it. Um, yeah. That was the Met Gala. Um, it's fall, autumn, it's that time of year. I'm not as excited as everyone else. Um, I think because I know I need to update my whole wardrobe. I'm ready to wear my boots. I know that much. Um, I'm sorry if I'm congested, y'all. It's, uh, my allergies and shit. Yeah. Um, don't really care too much for pumpkin spice. Yeah. Um, Facebook and Instagram was down a couple days ago. Um, it was interesting. I think it gravitated people towards other social networks. Um, like Twitter. I'm all, I've always been on Twitter. I'm still on Twitter. But I think it pushed people to get things that they get off of Facebook, like reading statuses and um, typing in statuses and stuff. They had to do that on Twitter. And TikTok. I don't use TikTok because I feel like it's for little kids. But I ended up on TikTok and learned a little thing about it. I think it'd be good for me to learn TikTok because of marketing. So I am going to invest my time in that a little bit. But yeah. Um, 
it was a little hard for people like me who use social media when it comes to working. Um, there was people talking shit because they're like, oh, y'all wouldn't be making money if it wasn't for social media. Okay, so what? That's how we make our fucking money. You on social media for free. What the fuck you doing? Feel me? Uh, it's only been two minutes and I'm already cursing like a sailor. Shit. Okay. Anyway, I am currently one month, one month postpartum. And I feel welcomed and connected to a new community of women mothers. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, I, I connect to different demographics. So, first of all, I connect to young people, um, people in their early, not early, um, well, yeah, early, people in their 20s. So, that's the demographic right there. I connect to black women. That's another one. I connect to young black women. I connect to musicians. I connect to producers, photographers, videographers, social media managers, entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs. Um, yeah, there's different types of people I connect to. Plus size women, that's another one. That's different groups and types of people I connect to. And now I have a whole leash of, not the leash, what's the one I'm looking for? Niche, yeah, a whole niche of people I connect to. So, not only do I connect to mothers, I'm connecting to young mothers, first-time mothers, mothers of girls, black mothers, mothers of black girls. It's a whole other community out there. And it's, it's interesting because... Um, this, this community of women really did help me get through everything I'm going through. Yes, I do have my mother that I could talk to. I also have, uh, my child's father's mother, her other grandmother. I have her I could go to. But for me, it's like, it's kind of hard because their situations were a little different than mine. Like, their children, the last child they had was, shit, like, my brother's 19. He's my mother's last child. So I felt like it was a little harder. I felt like she could help in a way, but it's like I'm raising a child in the new millennium. Well, yeah, but I'm raising a pandemic baby. (laughs) So... I felt like there was but so much my mom could help me with. Like, she was talking about stuff like, oh, I could teach you how to boil the nipples on the stove. I'm like, what? I have a sterilizer. The fuck? <laughs> stuff like that, you know? Um, Not even that, but it's like certain, th- certain things I can't go to anybody about. Or I could, but it's like there's people who wouldn't understand, you know? So... I appreciate the women who are in these Facebook groups, the peanut app, shout out to the peanut app. I'm not sponsored, but shout out to the peanut app for, if you don't know, um, peanut is an app. It's like, it's kind of like tender, but for mothers to find mom friends. And it's, it's very, all this stuff has been very helpful and it's gotten me through my pregnancy tremendously emotionally mentally I am so grateful but yeah I'm a part of this whole new community now and if y'all want I can make more content you know 
more um mother related content i would like to i do have like two or three episodes of stuff i want to talk about but yeah um i had a c-section start off with my experience i had a c-section um that's another community c-section mothers what i want to say is um i i did research beforehand and i know a lot of women always talk about Oh, um, I feel like I was robbed of the birth experience. I didn't have a vaginal birth. I don't feel robbed at all. Okay, I would gladly do a C-section all over again. I just, I can't. Like, some of y'all women be in labor for hours, for days, and contractions. Like, ugh, the fuck are those? I, uh-uh, like, I went in there, I walked into the operating room at 12.45, and I was in the recovery room at 1 o'clock. So, yeah, I will gladly have another C-section. Um, also about C-sections, um, I do feel connected to my child. I'm still getting to know her. I feel like her father is so busy trying to make her a daddy's girl that he like completely forgot that this child has a mother, <laughs> you know, he, he remembers once she tries to latch on to him and it doesn't work for her. That's when he remembers she has a mother, but it's like, I'm still trying to get to know my child, but I do feel like I'm connected to my child. I do feel like she is my child. I know um, some people are like, oh, well, C-section moms aren't real moms. There's no connection because you didn't push the baby out. Blah, 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 do 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 Nah, I, I do feel connected to my child, and I love her so much. Um, Yeah. What I had to deal with during um, afterwards, this first month of postpartum. Um, By the way, postpartum is actually the term for the whole process after having the baby postpartum is not just the depression postpartum depression is the depression but postpartum you have prenatal and postpartum postpartum is the time after you have the baby so yeah um what i had to deal with um i just i'll start off with after having her and coming home Um, my, the issue I had was, it wasn't really an issue because it went smooth, but, um, I didn't really want, we didn't really want anybody coming over, especially because of COVID, but we didn't want anybody coming over right after I had her and right when we got home because it was a lot for us to deal with. Like, first of all, my child was a NICU all week, so I didn't really have that chance to bond with her that first week. Because she was in, she wasn't in my hospital room like other babies were with their moms. She was in NICU um, that first week. So, you know, I had to get up every three hours and go feed her. And the first time we slept in the same room was, um, was when we got home. So, yeah, we still, we were still trying to get to know her. And I just... I was a little bothered by the fact that my mother contacted me the day after we got home and asked to come over. 
And I just don't understand why it made sense to want to come to the house right when we get home from the hospital. It didn't make sense to me. I don't, I wasn't with that. But it was fun. I just, I told her, I was like, hey, do you mind giving us a couple of days? You can come by Monday. She was like, okay, cool. No problem. Monday, it came around, it came, looked at the baby, walked out, cool, blah, blah. Anyway, um, what I wasn't also okay, what I was not okay with also was, um, my significant other, his family, they're great. They're amazing. I love them. They love me. But I was not too crazy about everybody posting our child on social media. I didn't want her posting on social media at all. Me and him, we don't post her, but her grandparents do. And I just, I don't really like that. I don't, I didn't want that. But there was nothing I, nothing I could say that would stop anybody. And they did it anyway. And I just, I had to learn to deal with it. Um, yeah. Um, another thing I had to deal with was, uh, um, shoot. I guess with friends, I have one friend who I will ask to be my child's godmother. Technically, I already decided that she was her godmother because I know she's going to say yes. But I haven't officially asked her yet because she hasn't met my child in person yet. She saw her on FaceTime, but she hasn't met her in person. And once she does, I will ask her to be my child's godmother. But, um, it's different. I kind of understand now why the friends that I had who had children kind of kept a distance from me because I used to feel like, yo, why are you cutting me off just because you had a baby? Like, I'm happy for you, and I would have been an amazing auntie. But I kind of get it now. It's not anything personal, but it's the fact that, you know, now you're in a point in your life where it's like your friendship and the dynamic of your friendship changed, and you don't really know this this person that you've become is different, and the person they are doesn't understand the person you are now. kind of get that, you know? So... I am in search of mom friends now. That would be nice. And it's like I have other, there are women that I know that I could turn to. But like I said earlier, they're all older than me. Their experiences were different than mine. It's it's 2021. I'm 26. I'm a young mom. Um, Not young. Like I'm not like 17, 18. But you know, I'm... It's but so much these women who are 40s and 50s can help me with. Like, I appreciate the wisdom and the advice and their experiences, but, you know, I want some mom friends that we can all meet up at the park with and have coffee. Like, one of us going to pick up Starbucks, the other one going to get snacks for the kids, and we all just going to come and chill at the park and watch our kids eat sand. Those are the type of friends I want right now, okay? I also want type of friends where, like, you know, um, we could, like, send all our kids, like, to our, their grandmothers and we all go and, like, have wine and watch Lifetime movies and trip and shit and, like, make fun of the dumb bitch who decided to go in the room with the killer and stuff like that, you know? Those are the type of friends I need right now. Some, I need friends who 
live the similar lifestyle and understand my lifestyle pretty much. But yeah, that's where I'm at with my life. Um, one thing I'm dealing with now is in a way, um, I've dealt with postpartum depression. It hasn't been as bad for me as I thought it would be. I'm kind of doing good with getting over it by myself. I'll give myself that. Um, the depression, I was afraid of postpartum depression because I was like, dang, I don't want my baby to make me depressed. But she doesn't. Like, she makes me so happy. If it wasn't for her, I would don't know how I would be getting over this. Like, I don't understand how some people have babies and then send them off until they get their shit together. I, I, my child, I don't rely on my child emotionally. That's too much pressure for her. But she is the reason I haven't completely tanked. Um, it's just when it came to postpartum depression, what I was dealing with within myself was the fact that I'm ready to go back to work. And it didn't occur to me that it's only been a month, but I haven't even had my first doctor's appointment yet. So if I did go on a job, I wouldn't be cleared to work. So I'm like, dang, I need to provide for her. I need to make money. I want to get my nails done. I want to pay bills. I got all the stuff I need to do. It was just, it's all of that, you know. And I'm just sitting here waiting for this incision to heal, waiting to go see my doctor so they could check and make sure I'm good, waiting on all this shit, you know. And it kind of made me feel like I'm just a sitting duck. I'm not good enough because I'm not doing anything, you know. Um, So I had to deal with that. Like, her father had to tell me, hey, stop beating yourself up. You you literally just had a baby, you know. And then it's, it's that. And then, like, I'm dealing with my body changing, you know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what to expect sometimes like my body I guess I wanted the snap back I kind of did snap back but the problem is I ain't had no kind of body before I was pregnant so there is no snap back for me you know I look exactly the same but it's like I feel worse because you know I was I hated my body before and then it was like okay I'm okay with my body being all fat because I'm fat because I'm pregnant. But now I'm not pregnant no more. And it's like, damn, now I'm just fat just because I'm fat again. Like, miserable, you know. And then it's like my clothes, for some reason, just don't look the same on me anymore because different parts of me grew. So I'm like, dang, like, every time I get dressed, I start to hate my body all over again. Like, I probably, I really do need to buy all new clothes. But anyway, that's a different story. But, you know, I'm dealing with all of that and just trying to find peace within myself. Like, I do have some days where I I hand my child to her father and I'm, I just go back to bed and pretend I don't exist to the world because I just, I can't with some days, you know. So, that being said... Um, it's okay to take time on yourself. Now, I want to give a little advice to everyone who is, um, you know, dealing with everything. So, for the mothers, it's okay to take time to yourself when you need to, you know. Um, it's okay to get your mind together because what good are you if, you know, 
if what good are you to your child if you're not okay with yourself and you're not right within your own mind? You feel me? You really, you definitely gotta make sure you good. Um, and and everyone's support system is different, but I'm grateful for the fact that my child, me and my child's father are very close, and I don't have to say anything. I just put the baby in his lap and, and go on, and it's all good, you know. Speaking of my child's father, I want to say this, and this is a whole other podcast episode, but fellas, or even women who are with women who are pregnant and having a child, um, chill the fuck out. Not every problem we have is about y'all. And please, just give us whatever we ask for. We know what we need. I'm not saying if do everything we say to do, but if a woman tells you she needs time to herself, give her that. If she says she doesn't want to be bothered with anybody today, give her that. You know, it's okay. I, I don't know if it's just me, but my partner just, anytime I say don't talk to me, he's so offended. And then it's this whole argument. And that's a different story. I'm not putting my business out there. But it's just, Lord, like, sheesh. Like, I'm dealing with a lot. And we we deal with enough already. And we just don't need our partners putting more pressure and adding on to the amount of stress we already have. If that makes sense. Pretty sure I said that right. So, yeah, that's my advice. Um, I want to talk about some things that I like and don't like about, um, you know, what I've experienced so far. I love being a mother. I love my child. I love seeing her happy. I don't know why, but seeing my child happy, rather I made her happy or something else made her happy or someone else made her happy. It just makes everything I go through in life worth it. And it just... It's, there's nothing like seeing her comfortable and happy. Like, I know when she wasn't, um, when she was constipated, you know, and she finally relieved the constipation, I remember how comfortable she slept, and it just meant the world to me to finally see her comfortable. I drove to five different stores to find baby apple juice and everything else that people recommended to get her comfortable and relieve her constipation. And it was just so worth it seeing her just, you know, sleep comfortably. It was so worth it. And it was the best thing I've ever seen. Like seeing her just breathe and relax and sleep. You know, I love seeing my child being unbothered and just being the carefree black queen she is. I love it. Um, I love that. I love how ambitious she is, man. Like, she's, I'm not going to be putting my child out there like that, but she's been trying to crawl it two weeks. I'm not making that shit up. These pandemic kids is built different. Anybody who got pandemic baby know what I'm talking about. But, um, I just love how ambitious she is. I hope she doesn't lose that part of her. Um, there's that. What I don't like... I don't like um, when people call to check on my child and they ask, what is she doing? 
What do you mean, what is she doing? Y'all don't ask, how is she doing? Is she good? Is she okay? Y'all ask, what is she doing? Like, I'm going to say, oh, she outside playing hopscotch? She's a week old. What the fuck do you think she's doing? Not a week old, but, you know, she's a month old. How? What the fuck do you think she's doing? She's fucking sleeping. She's a newborn. Newborn sleep. What the fuck do you think she's doing? Like, come on now. I get so sick of people asking me, what's she doing? What you mean, bruh? Next time she said, next time somebody asks me, what is my child doing? I'm going to give y'all the most sarcastic, smart ass of an answer possible. Anyway. Um, I also don't like unasked for advice on certain things, you know? Like, Things that don't matter. Not don't matter, but stuff that you didn't have to offer your advice about, you know? Like, it's one thing when, like, her grandmothers, both of her grandmothers were holding her, and they were like, yo, she's breathing kind of hard. You should take her to the doctor, ask about her breathing, you know, stuff like that. That's different. But... If I didn't ask you about what type of bottle to use, or if I didn't ask you about what type of formula to give her, or if I didn't ask you about my pumping schedule for breast milk, I didn't ask you about a sleep schedule, I didn't ask you about the best show for babies to watch, I didn't ask you for none of that shit, don't fucking offer it. Number one, you know... And, like, I had somebody try to tell me, like, you know, oh, she's too young to be traveling, da-da-da-da-da. Because, okay, so, the way my relationship is with her father right now, um, because we're both dealing with the changes of our life with our daughter, um, we both agreed that it's best for us to kind of live separate right now. Just for right now, we're going to sit down and get everything straight. But for right now, we are living separately because we're both dealing with the changes. And that's just how we handle things. It's working for us. So, someone asked, you know, um, oh, where is she right now? I'm like, oh, she's, she's with her father. Oh, she shouldn't be traveling. She's too young for all of that traveling. What traveling? She's like 10 minutes away. What the fuck? And it's not like I took her to see aunties and uncles and cousins and shit. She's with the father that was in the house with her before I told him, give me my space. Like, for real. You know? And that's another thing, like, people like to tell you what your child is too young for or what they need to start doing and all this other shit. Like, I understand, you know, she's not vaccinated, but it ain't like she going here, going there, going everywhere, taking a Chuck E. Cheese and shit. No, she literally stays in the house. We go to the doctor. I, you know what? I shouldn't have to explain what the fuck I do with my child. I'm not explaining what I do with my child because that ain't nobody fucking business. But what I'm going to say is It's not like I'm doing anything extreme or beyond reason. That is my point. <laughs> y'all, I'm getting a little bit... I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to explode like that. But, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I do things within reason. And I, do, I wouldn't do anything that I know would be dangerous for my child. And that's another piece of advice I want to give to y'all. 
Um, don't let nobody tell you how to raise your child. You know, because every child is different. Every parent is different. Every family is different. Everybody's circumstances and dynamics are different. So it's so easy. And, and that's another thing. Like, I respect my elders. I respect people who have more experience than I do. But it's but so much advice you could offer. Like, I appreciate the advice my mother tried to give me in order to prepare me for my, um, my b- prepare me for having my child. But my mother's youngest child is 19 years old. The last child she gave birth to, the last time my mom was in labor and delivery at a hospital was 2002. It's 2021. We almost in 2022. So it's but so much advice I could have taken from my mother when she was talking about, you know, prepping at the hospital for birth. On top of that, I had a different birth. I think I'm the first woman in my family to have a C-section. My mother didn't have one. None of her sisters had one. My grandmother didn't have one. It's just me. So they wouldn't know what I'm going through and my healing process and why I didn't want anybody rushing to my house right after I had a baby. Even if I had a vaginal birth, I wouldn't want anybody coming straight to my house after I had a baby. That's just why. What the fuck? Anyway. Um, it's, it's but so much I can relate to with these older mothers because there's so much stuff that's different, you know? Like... It's, it's different things that we have now. And, you know, it's it's different types of formulas. It's different... Um, it's different things. They have, like, a Keurig for formula now. Which I actually want to cop one of those. And I plan to. But it's like... You know, my mom was talking about... Oh, I'll teach you how to boil the nipple on the stove... I'm like, I got a whole fucking bottle sterilizer. What do I need to boil the nipple on the stove for? I'm talking about, oh, you can boil the bottle and you warm it up. Da, 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 da. I have a bottle warmer. Not only do I have a bottle warmer, but my bottle warmer is also a baby food maker. <laughs> it's 2021. So, yeah, like, I, it's, it's, I kind of don't really want to. I appreciate the advice that older mothers and more experienced mothers have given me but it's but so much I could take from someone who hadn't had a child within the last five years it's but so much advice not saying your advice you give is irrelevant but it's but so much you could tell me right now because you wouldn't really it's different I'm raising a pandemic baby like this girl tried to start crawling at two weeks old and it's it's different, man. These kids built different, you know. I can't take the same advice, you know. You you can't raise the stuff that my mom did with me back in 1995. It's not gonna work with my daughter in 2021. It, it these kids just built different. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm sorry about my congestion, y'all. But shit. Um, so, yeah. I'm ready to get back to work and make my money. I'm ready to grind. 
that's my thing. And that's pretty much where I've been with my postpartum. Everybody has different types of postpartum depression. But with my postpartum depression, it's been coming from me not working. Like, I got to work. I'm not, I'm not meant to be a stay-at-home mom. I mean, I love my child. I love to come home to her every day. But, hey, I got to work, man. I, I, I got to make my money. That's the type of person I am. I like to grind. So, yeah. I feel like I've been all over the place with this. But uh, to wrap up, pretty much, yeah. I just want to say um, I feel welcome to the community of motherhood. I love, um, you know, what my life has turned into or what it's turning into. I love the journey that I'm on. Um, shit, let me know if y'all want me to do, like, a mom chronicle type mom diaries or do more mom blogs or, um, fucking post, I'm not post, what's this called, podcast episodes. (sighs) Let me know if y'all want me to do more of that, because I have so many different topics I want to catch up on, and I really want to take this podcast seriously, I don't do it enough, you know, um, Yeah. But thanks y'all for listening, okay? I tried not to make this a rant session, but it is whatever the fuck it is. Um, Thanks y'all for listening. Those of y'all who are new, welcome to the community. I don't have a name for my followers yet, but, you know, we here. Um, Make sure y'all follow and like and subscribe and comment and whatever, wherever you're listening to this at. Do the do, do what you got to do. Those of y'all who are returning, thank y'all for sticking with me this long. You know your girl crazy. And, um, yeah. We here. So, um, yeah, make sure y'all like it. Oh, follow me on Instagram at VibeMajor843. Also, follow us on Twitter, 843VibeMajor. Facebook, VibeMajor843. Also, follow the podcast, Too Real for Radio, on Instagram. I don't, and oh, we also have a Facebook page now. Make sure y'all follow that. Um, yeah. Y'all keep it real. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.